Don't make light on the things of God. Sunday morning, walking out, someone has called you. Oh, come here right now. You know, this and let you get up. You are going. Sunday morning. What are you going to do there? Oh, my mother tells you go here. Tell your mother you have church. Why is your mother telling you that? Why is she telling your mother on Monday? She tells you let's go somewhere on Tuesday because you have work. But on church, because of how carnal she is, she will not see that. Oh, she, look uh, between Monday and Sunday. Oh, she has work on Monday, Saturday. But on Sunday there is just church. So that's say, let's go here. You two, you're following her. You don't realize you are setting a spiritual life away. Tell her you have church. The friends will say, oh, no, it's just today. Tell her you have church and you are going to church. Next week, she will not dare come and tell her to go somewhere on Sunday because she knows that church is important to you. Oh, you know, some of you are like that. Before, they say, Sunday, they are like, all going here, all going here. Those announce, we are all going here. Oh. We are all going here. We are all going here. Oh. After four times, they follow them. They advise themselves. When they say it, oh, you know me, I can't say to my mother. You can't say no to your mother. You can't say no to your mother. You think I'll be obedient. Continue. You think I'll be obedient. And your mother is thinking that your pastor is telling you that you should disobey us and, 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 follow, and not follow us. It is, it is God. I'm talking about God. What do you know that God is talking about? You see, you supposed to know what, what, what the mind of God is about this. Is. On Sunday, on last Friday, but I was reading to you that scripture. How that Jesus doesn't understand these things. Oh, oh I had to go here. Oh, I had to do this. I had to do this. You are so busy. You couldn't go to Monday when you had work. But Sunday is the perfect day. Don't make light of the things of God. That is how God used to test whether He can use you or not. You see, because he got, you see, you know what God is trying to do. God wants to know whether you are the person that, like Saul, God told Saul that Saul, go and kill all these people. God wants to know when the time comes when He has to do these things, whether you do it. God tells Saul, write them out. But Saul was wise in his own eyes. Don't make light of the things of God. Don't make light of it. When it comes to the things of God, let it be serious to you. Let it be serious to you. When it comes to the things of God, take it serious. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. Don't make light of it. I don't know why I've stopped for so long, because the message is not about this one. But I feel, I feel I need to talk to you about these things. Sunday morning, waking up. You walk about in the house. Meanwhile, you know, church is far. You leave up at 12.30. What are you hoping for? That you use jet to get in 30 minutes. You want to use the boat. You pick your truck. And they made to stop everywhere. <laughs> then in the car, be like, they are going to hurry up. They, 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 they are delaying. <laughs> what are you expecting? That because of you, because you can't take the car, you are two CDs, so that's you. Because of your two CDs. 
So that they should drive fast and leave everyone in the road. It's their job, it's their job to stop everywhere. How do that? It's their job. Like, how about they, they pay for the rest of their feet? When they call you, why are you? The driver is delaying. The driver is delaying. That, that's his job. Just get down. Yeah, because I, I don't understand you, boo. This is torture. I say that the driver is delaying. Leave early. Finish the picture. Just leave early. Just pick. Just leave early. Or you wait for the car that's almost full and enter that one. The car, you can't enter. You can't enter the car. And the driver is delaying. <laughs> you pick it from this one. This bus stop. The next bus stop will get parked over there. That's what you see. You are there 30 minutes, the car has not moved. Meanwhile, you woke up at 7. You walk the bus in your house at ah, 11.30. You are not finding your dress away. They are not good to iron. They are, are whistling. <laughs> they leave at 12.30. You are in the middle of pass. Shukura. It's not secret. It's Shukura. Don't make light of the things of God. Don't treat the things of God with disdain. Absolutely. Take God things serious. Let the things of God be serious to you. When it comes to the things of God, let it be serious to you. Let it be serious to you. And you see, I said this, thing, and I talk about coming to church, for instance. When I say this, it's, it's a proof of your seriousness. You come to date tomorrow, you come. You come to date tomorrow, you come. Like, who, like what, what kind of game are you playing with God? You know, my thing that oh, you, said, you want to date more, more attendance in church. No. It should be a commitment. Hmm? Commitment to God. After church, they will come. I follow you. Don't make light of the things of God. Don't make light. Do you know the scripture? When I read it, I had an issue with the scripture because I didn't understand why God would say he hates Israel. I didn't understand. For two reasons, let me show you. Two reasons. Two reasons. The first reason was this. Do you know? This is just one of the very interesting, very interesting scriptures. Very interesting. Go to the go to the, go to the verse before this one. The verse before this one. Go to the previous. Like, let's go back a little. Let's we start from there. Aha. Verse ten. Let's have verse ten. You understand my the, my concerns in this. Let's start. Let's let, let's start with verse seven. Let's start with seven. Maybe to help. Let's start from here. Nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But in Isaac, your seed shall be called. Next verse. That is, those who are children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted as a seed. Next verse. For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son. Next verse. I want to shoot. And not only this. But when Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even by your father Isaac, our father Isaac, next verse, for the, for, for the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand. 
Not of works, but of him who calls. Next verse. It was said to her, the older shall serve the younger. Next verse. As it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. Listen, the word loved and hate him, actually it is like this. Jacob I have preferred. That's what he's saying. So when it says, Jacob I have loved, he said that Jacob I have preferred. So meaning, what God was saying was that, I prefer to use Jacob than Esau. That's what God is saying. I think it's because Esau had established himself as a man who didn't place value on the things of God. The Bible calls him a profane man. A vain man. In, I think, the book of Hebrews. Hebrews. Call him a profane man. A vain man. A man who all he sees is all there is. I see food. I don't see birthright. So, food is more important than birthright. That's Esau. I following this thing. So God says, I prefer Jacob. I prefer Jacob. Because Jacob was the man who values spiritual things. He values spiritual things. He values spiritual things. He values what God taught. He values spiritual things. He values spiritual things. This is why God, in building his nation, chose to use his sons. Jacob values spiritual things. The whole nation of Israel is there because of this man. He values spiritual things. He values spiritual things. So it tells you that in the eyes of men, Esau was the guy, hardworking man. He had many, many inheritance. Funny, funny thing is that I was telling you, when you look at the blessings that God gave to um, his father gave to Jacob. It was as if Jacob was a failure. Because he didn't achieve much in life. Compared to his brother at least. I found this. Least there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. Who chose food over his birthright? But that won't be you. That won't be you. You must learn to highly esteem the things of God. You must learn it. Learn to place value on the things of God. It's not always feel like that. But learn. Learn to place value on the things of God. Learn to value the things of God more than your sleep. Learn to value the things of God more than your physical necessities. I've told you, listen to this. The people that God can use eh, are the people. Some, many people think that being used by God is easy. It's not easy. The test is hard. The test is hard. 
Because in the eyes of God, you need to be promoted. And you are always writing exams. God is always examining you. The Bible says that Abraham was the man that God, God, Abraham was God's friend. God called Abraham his friend. In the Bible says that many years after, God came and tested Abraham. Abraham, you are God's friend. Oh. God's friend. I told you some time ago how that I asked you, and what many people don't know is that the story of Abraham sacrificing his son Isaac, many will think that it happened when Isaac was young. It's not true. No story supports that. Nobody really knows though. But the story says that actually, if you think about it, he probably was like 20 years. When the father carried and sacrificed him, he was a man. His son was a man that was going to sacrifice. I'm sure if it was the age of Abraham, the guy could give it him. I'm telling you something very interesting. What I'm telling you is that when God called Abraham his friend, and the time that God said, I will test this guy, it was a long time apart. That means that God is constantly testing us. That one day you woke up. Hey, today the church doesn't the church ordain you. It was a test. You didn't know. And you continue sleeping. You just for the test. You just for the test. You, just, you didn't know. It was God testing you. Am I saying this because I want to come to church? No. I'm teaching you not to make light of the things of God. Not to make light of the things of God. You think that, oh, God just use you. God will not just use you. He will test you first. God tests men. Before God can use you, he must test you. Before God can use you, he must test you. God will only use what he has proven. What he has tried and tested. God never commits more to you except you are tested. When God tested Abraham in that light, God said to him that now I know. There was a le- another level of knowing that God wanted to know in going to test Abraham. God said, let me go and check. This is my, uh, this is my friend. Let me go and check. God now said, now I know. Either I didn't know before there was a new knowing that God had now known. I mean that, you see, it's like, now I know. Like he was bringing Abraham to another level. Do you, know, do you know what? Let me give you an idea of what God was doing with that story. Are you still here? You see, God had done many things with Abraham. But God wanted to tell a very unique story with that in asking Abraham to sacrifice his son. And I believe that that was probably the first time God was depicting the death of his son. So when God told Abraham to take his son and sacrifice him, God told Abraham, don't kill him behind your house. Take him to a mountain, I will show you. That mountain he took him to was one of three mountains where Christ was crucified. 
So where can you crucify the way Abraham took his son to? Was just a walking distance. So God took Abraham to literally the same mountain kind of crucified on. God took his son to a mountain to be crucified. It was the same story that God was telling Abraham. Ask Abraham to carry his son to the same mountain. God was telling us something. It was a test. It was a test. It's why God was happy that Abraham was the one who was appointed to be, to be the son or to be the father of Jesus. So, Christ came down the line of Abraham. It wasn't because of preference. It was because he was proven. Abraham proved himself worthy to be that guy. And that's what Esau and Jacob had to prove. Jacob proved that the birthright, you see, you see what God was doing? God had promised that it will happen through the firstborn of Abraham's descendants. So he came to Isaac. But when he got to Jacob, and he got to Esau, Esau preferred food over it. So God said, no, 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 not this guy. Bring somebody else in. And then he continued that way. And everyone that left, that's why David, David was always conscious of this thing. He was always conscious of it. Very, very conscious of this thing. Anybody who was not conscious of it, it will skip him. Because God was concerned about who associates with his son. God was concerned. God was concerned. God was concerned. God was concerned. And God always preferred to use spiritual people. Spiritual people. Being spiritual is not hard though. You see, being spiritual is not hard. It's not in how long the tongues are. Being spiritual is in your decisions. Being spiritual is in what you choose to value. That's being spiritual. It's not in how loud you speak in tones. It's not that. It's not that. It's in your decisions. What do you decide? How do you choose? It's in your decisions. A carnal man is not about the man who doesn't plus. It's the man. It's in your decisions. Me, I'm always on the church issue. I'm always on the church issue. How could you like? How could you be at home when there was church service? How could you manage it? You are. You are not crying that you miss church. It's in your decisions. It's in your decisions. That's how you know a spiritual person. That's how you know. That's how you know. In your choices. That's how you know. How do you decide? To them tired. To they are tired. To they are tired. I mean, your mind, those that come all the time, they come because they never get tired. That's your mind. Those are, those are always here. They come they because they don't have anything important doing. That's one of my interesting. See, when it comes to God, they don't have anything important you are doing. Let me show scripture. First Corinthians. Chapter 3. 
I'll be in your mind. Shalaman will send for the for you. For those who came there, oh, you know, that's when you know I'm very busy, you know, I have. You don't say like that. But if you look at it fundamentally, that's what you are saying. This message card, how did you get here? Oh, I'll put you right here. Receive counsel. Receive counsel. Receive counsel. Are you following me? Thank you, Lord. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. The steadfast one never sees Faithfulness is forever. The steadfast never ceases. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not. Change not, oh Jesus. First Corinthians one, verse twenty six. You change not, oh Jesus. Steadfast love, steadfast love, never ceases. Faithfulness is forever. The steadfast love never ceases. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. Who is there? Wait for me. You change not, oh Jesus. You change not, oh Jesus. Look what he's saying. Since for you know your calling, brethren. That not many wise men after the flesh are called. Not many noble. Is that the next one? Not many mighty. Not many mighty. Not many what? Not many noble are called. The people who are too wise, eh? They're the problem. After you think you are so wise, you can explain. 
Okay, half of this church, only when they started, they called me. What did they call you? <laughs> what did they call you? You see the Buba, they, uh, you see people say, they don't understand them. You see that all the, you went to say all these call people. All these call people in this church. <laughs> if money becomes serious in church, will somebody people and call you? If the person can become serious in church, would it be necessary for you to get up or find the money and call you? That you come here. And you are not even watching. And you, you can complain on top of that. Why? Well, all this church, all this church, all the news care about the church. What do we care about? <laughs> if it was for this church, where have you known that you need me to do? To, to be coming and I'll call you. Somebody will be here. I think I'm making sense. I'm for this church. Eh, only on Sunday they call me. Only on Sunday they call me. So I won't come again. You don't come. It's okay. You don't come. The devil is talking, you can't hear. The devil, you can't see the devil behind the voice. You can't see the devil behind the voice. He's talking to you. You can't see the devil behind the voice. The devil is doing everything possible to get you come, not to come to church. He's doing everything possible. Giving you all manner of excuses and reasons. Some will be foolish, some will be sensible. But it's giving you reasons. Don't, don't come. Don't go. That's how they are. That's how they are. When you go, crowd, you'll your money. So not many, wise, not many wise men. After the flesh. That means that wisdom eh, is only fleshly. The only person who doesn't want you to come to church is the devil. And he talks to many ways. He talks to many, many ways. One time, Jesus Christ told Peter, get deep behind me. He talks in many ways. He talks to many people. In your house, only on Sunday, that don't go to church. Only on Sunday, they have something important for you to do. And I want you to help you in the house and help us. You are planning for food. <laughs> and you see, you see, we think I'm making sense. So, you know, I was helping my mother. Mm-hmm. The day you get a job, they are paying 7,000 Ghana cities a month. And they say work on Sunday. Your mother will not come for again. You tell it, the way that will kill you, who to go to work, who to go to work? The same mother. Before that time, I think they can't live without planning for food. But today, they want to kill you. Go to work, go to work. 7,000 is involved. If they continue, I'll be a hard working. Just bring out the 12,000. Just bring out the 12,000 when you are doing those things. Yes, I just what I'm telling you. Yes, Be careful of the world. It says, for you see your calling, brethren. How that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Go back to the Matthew 22 that we're reading. Look at the people that didn't come for the wedding. Look at the people. Matthew 22. Huh? But they made light of it and went their ways. One went to his farm. They got money to buy a farm. He was a rich man. He could buy a farm. Another to his merchandise. He was a rich man. Merchandise. He was selling. He was doing buying and selling. Next verse. Says, then said he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidding were not worthy. Look at God's mind. Look, look at God's mind. Dude. When they said they won't come, when they said they won't come, what God said about them was that they are not worthy. 
That means that God tested them and found them unworthy. He didn't say they're not interested. When they came to the king, the king said, don't mind them, they're not worthy. So he gave them a chance to prove their worthiness. That's what you are doing. You are, God is giving the chance to prove your worthiness with something as simple as just being in church. Prove your worthiness. Because God is interested in God is, God is not saying that just come to church. God wants to come to church. I can use it for something big. He says, stop by coming to church. He's proving you. He's taking your worthiness for the big things he wants to do with you. He says, come to church. He invited them to the wedding. He says they were not worthy. Even though they said, who can move? He said, don't mind them, they're not worthy. So what? So, next verse. So go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as you find, bid them to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highway and gathered together all, all as many as they found. So who would they find? The person that they get invitation months ahead. They said, oh, they put that old, like this, they, you know, they, they live in the house. They what invitation to them. They didn't come. The person that they called for two seconds, they came. Who would you think they are? Useless people. <laughs> they found useless people. Ah, who would you get, like, uh, who, think about it. Who has anything sensible during their time? That you meet on the way now. Oh, look at the when they convince the person to come immediately. The guy's hungry. They are hungry. There's food over there. You think somebody will ask something sensible to you during their time? We'll leave all their abuse to come for, we'll come and eat. Don't come. It's the people that are useless people that they use. The people that have anything sensible during their time. There are one where they can find in two seconds that will come for a wedding. Some people they wake up and dress 30, 30 days. They're looking for the events to go. To dress nice with their wedding guests. They don't invite them. They don't send anybody at the place. They don't have to eat. <laughs> I mean, they'll just dress white. I mean, white in this, just white. Just get dressed to eat. Nobody asks a question. Who would you come for with the bride? We know the bride. We don't need anybody. <laughs> the bride's friends. The bride doesn't know them. They don't know the bride. They're like, they come to eat. Somebody working on Wall Street is welcome to the house ready to eat. Those people are too busy. Says, go and gather anybody you find. When it comes to God, then don't be too busy. When it comes to God, don't have important things you have to do. When God calls you and says, Oh, are you busy? Say, I'm not busy. God, I can't be busy. When it comes to God, don't have anything important you are doing. Don't be like, matter. He said, you are busy about many things. So Jesus told her. But only one thing needs to come and sit here and listen. Your parents and everyone around you say you are wasting your time. Let them talk. Why are they saying they are wasting your time? Why are they saying it? Because, you see, people have voice to They are saying that oh, you are wasting your time in church. They are saying it to you. Which voice is that? Which, which other voice will tell you you are wasting your time in church? Which voice will tell you that you are wasting your time in church? What better things to be doing your time? What better thing? So you tell me oh, you are wasting your time. Oh, you are this one. 
and the wedding was furnished with guests. With what? Yes. With what? Yes. The first category is guests. The second one is the bride. Hallelujah. Yes.